0: Praise the Lord, everybody.
1: Praise them, niggas. You better sing. Praise the Lord, niggas. My father has many mansions. Listen,
0: My father is rich. He has many mansions.
1: You're rich, but you're carrying a CD player. If you have not,
0: if you have not seen the viral video, I can't think of his name. His name is like Sean Bennington or something. I will tell you right now, I will stop
1: this just to look it up. It you guys
0: you- must. You're doing yourself oh. a disservice if you don't go to Facebook and watch oh, this video man. by um, his name is Sean something. He tweeted Sean
1: Dupree Buffington.
0: Yes, please search that. This man was standing Ooh. minding his own African American business by his business phone, by his car, <laughs> and this uh, this woman approached him to let him know that she was richer than. Then he was looking like
1: Family she, Dollar's finest.
0: Listen, and she was holding a discman, <laughs> like a a portable CD player, circa uh, 2001.
1: <laughs> and she was shaped like the like the little books that the CD player the CDs come in. Absolutely, SpongeBob,
0: tease, honey, who lives in a pineapple <laughs> under the sea. You have to watch because he so flawlessly got her together and didn't curse, and he used the word as his weapon.
1: <laughs> he did not curse one. He blessed time. me.
0: I love him. I love him. If you're listening, my father Sean has Debris, many be. <laughs> she was like, "I will call my father." He said, "I will call my father." He's already here. He's omnipresent. He's a Jesus in the time of trouble. I said that. Then tongues! Listen, because she said, I don't believe in Jesus. And he said, oh, that's that spirit. Come on out. <laughs> Come you on out. Call out the devil. Okay. Before, when we started recording just a few minutes ago, I was just talking and the devil got in this computer <laughs> and <laughs> just, I mean, the whole screen just went crazy. Took residence. Please. So you better believe when we restarted it, I titled the episode, Don't Try It, Devil. You are not welcome. Come on in, out. In episode six of Getting Grown. Your assignment—that's can- a walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a walk. Your assignment is canceled, honey. It's canceled as of today. Just like that just like Joanne, the scammer said, it's no longer. It is is
1: not. It is gone. We'll it's mail gone your done. things to you. Absolutely, but listen,
0: praise the Lord, niggas. We won't
1: do that. Uh, we won't. Um, we're just doing a whole lot. But how you doing, sis? Woo! That video took me out, but I was laughing listen. even more so because. My husband handled a situation like that today. So let me, we we're gonna to get to petty peeves later. But I have to tell you, I have to bring it a little bit early. Okay. So you always we always got time for the petty. Always. You know, tangent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we live in an apartment in a house. So there are mm-hmm. two other apartments within the house, and um, so the hallway light. My husband has been turning the hallway light off to conserve energy. So he didn't realize when he's turning it off that it was offending the upstairs neighbor. So instead of her knocking on the door or the next time she saw us saying, can you guys stop turning the light off? I didn't realize he was turning it off, but it's fine. I understood why he did it. So instead of her knocking on the door or even saying something when she saw us in passing, she started moving our shoe rack over from one wall to another. (laughs) So (laughs) there's a socket behind the shoe rack and I saw some screws near the socket so I'm thinking that maybe somebody came to come fix something they maybe they were coming to put an automatic light in they wanted to check wiring I don't know but the the shoe rack was moved so we came, when we came home the other day so we were like yo like who's moving the shoe rack at least move it back if you're gonna be doing work the shoe racks moved again so he put so my husband puts a note on the door he goes For the coward who keeps moving our shoe (laughs) rack. If you have a problem, knock on the door and say something. So he he heard the lady come in and he opens the door. and He's like, hey, have you been moving the shoe rack? She was pissed by the note, right? She had the note in her hand. So she proceeds to let him know that him turning off the light has been a danger to her child coming down the stairs. And he's like, well, we're all adults here. You hear my child. I hear your child. Why didn't you say something? He's like, I'm a reasonable person. All you had to do was knock on the door and ask us to stop turning the light off. I didn't realize that it was an inconvenience. So she felt silly, right? Because she's going off. She was lost for words. He was like, but as an adult, I would think that the best thing in the future would be if there's some sort of issue, instead of you putting your hands on my personal items that I purchased, maybe you should just knock on the door and talk to me. She couldn't say nothing. Listen, I think that.
0: We have all lost sight of instructions that we received as tiny tots for Christ, just toddlers, little ones. When we were struggling to express ourselves, our parents and loved ones would often encourage us to use our words. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how, you know, from childhood to adulthood, we've seemed to lost sight of that very important lesson. But there's so much power in, you know using your words to say what you feel, say what you mean instead of, you know, assuming and and acting out. Like, I mean, what, what, like, what, your husband handled that that very well because I probably may not have had uh, (laughs) such a, as calm and Christian a response. Let me let me tell you something.
1: I had an eight o'clock meeting at work. The devil walked out of the house at 710 because if she, I would have been home when she knocked on that door. It wouldn't have been the same situation It wouldn't have been the same situation Don't put your I'm gonna tell you where the game changes From a child (laughs) to an adult It changes when you start working hard For your things And you have to purchase them And when some aggravating ass human being Decides that it's their responsibility To move your stuff out of the way To try to teach you a lesson That's where the game changes Don't put your hands on my stuff Listen But he handled it so gracefully I'm so proud of him (laughs) I'm proud of you, too. How are you?
0: You know, you know, it has been a long work day, and it's going to be a very long work week, but I am grateful for opportunity and gigs that pay, <laughs> so on. I'm going to just say amen and, <laughs> and say that I'm doing all right, and you know, I am not a fundamentally flawed and wicked person like Phaedra Park, so I i can't <laughs> complain. <laughs> I cannot complain.
1: Oh, so God I took you to watch the reunion.
0: Listen, I'm so upset with um, I'm upset with Phaedra, and I'm I'm very ups- I'm very upset with Portia. I just, you know, I'm gonna just say this for fear of for fear of totally sounding like one of the Tumblr people.
1: <laughs>
0: uh oh. Um, I, and I hope that I'm not getting, I'm not getting too too deep. <sighs> but, um, you know, I'm just really bothered by this whole, one of the, like, I guess the the thing that really upset me about last night's episode, the the part three of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, reunion, was, like, this whole casual dismissal of actual, disrespectful, offensive, and harmful behavior and comments. Mm, mm. Like, when people are actually being harmful and Mm. offensive with their behavior and comments, but they casually dismiss it as like, oh, that's just shade. Like that is like flagrantly irresponsible and it's really grounds to get your shoulders clapped. Like That's it. <laughs> And I really think that sure. like it would it was really bothering me because like I said, I don't even remember what episode it was, but like your intention does not absolve you from the responsibility of your actions. And mm-hmm. if you come out your mouth crazy, you need to be prepared for the consequences of that. You can't just be like, oh, that was shade. Girl, I don't care how you meant it. I mm-hmm. heard what you said. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Phaedra's out-of-pocket. I really feel mm-hmm. like, you know, Phaedra's big, absolutely ridiculous lie on Candy Um, <sighs> it's just a result of, you know, everybody feeling like they can just be, yeah, they, I feel like everybody feel like they can just be over the top under the guise of like, oh, girl, you know, shade is shade. No, no. Man. Shade is,
1: Murder is murder and rape is rape. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and this has become harmful. Like you accused me of drugging you and raping you. Those are jail time <laughs> accusations. Like,
0: we're talking about felonies. like
1: Felonies. Like, nah. So no. I don't know. I just, and jail's not a fun place to be. So you not, I got, to, I got two Arthur fists, act and right. And I don't have time for you mm-hmm. at all to be coming out of your neck on no bullshit. It's no just, bullshit. No bullshit.
0: And what really irks my very soul is that Phaedra would fix her face to sit up in Tasha Cobb's church and talk about how the women need to come together for restoration while she is calculating this full plan of iniquity... (laughs) and wickedness and just tearing people's (laughs) lives down and it just gets on my nerves because i'm just like this is why people get turned off from church and all that stuff i said because people out here doing things with their own agenda and lying on my jesus y'all gotta stop lying on my jesus because your behavior is flagrant and egregious and jesus don't have Mm -hmm. nothing to do with what you're doing
1: use your words phaedra i will fight phaedra I know the Lord don't have nothing to do with what she's doing.
0: Listen, if she got to stop lying on Jesus. You think Jesus is going to just sit idle by and allow you niggas to keep on lying on him? He will crack your whole life in half. Keep trying. Keep trying. My furthermore,
1: Savior. if we're going to rewind, like the reunion was crazy and I was more, I was offended. I was, I was quite offended. I have been offended by Phaedra and Portia, so they didn't shock me at all. But. Bob's eye, like Bob's eyeballs. One was in Ohio, the <laughs> other one was in Nebraska, and it was stressing me out the Listen, whole time they had the camera to coast. on
0: <laughs> <They're> like, Eyeball,
1: <laughs> coast to coast. I was like, we all playing coast. games with each other right now. Like they're playing ping pong, they're all over the place, but they're never where they need to be at the. R-
0: Bob Bob didn't count his Weight Watchers points And he he grew a full beard So he thought we was going to miss the fact That you know His eyeballs was from sea to shining sea But listen (laughs) I am not deceived Bob (laughs) I'm not deceived by your suit And I'm not deceived I'm not distracted by your wayward eyes I see right (laughs) through all of those All that foolishness Mm. Down to Down to the core Mm. of who you are. And that is a very flawed and, and insecure individual who mm. needs help. So I pray that you get what you need, Bob. I, I do. so. And
1: then moving on to Peter, who was drunk.
0: Sheets to the <laughs> wind, honey.
1: Sheets. Like, sheets. this nigga was sauced. Like Lips. 300
0: thread count. Like, three, like listen, he was like, sheets. Is that is that good? I'm not a real adult. What's a good thread count?
1: Um eh, five and above.
0: Five and above. Well, he was quality sheets to the wind. Yes. Drunk. And Peter, I was <laughs> like, Peter, if Peter was sitting up there like the 11th commandment, like <laughs> like giving out all these orders and talking to people all crazy. I just kept saying, somebody gonna ask Peter who he's talking to. Because he don't get to he don't get to talk to me like that.
1: At all. Ever.
0: Like who does Peter think he is? He never
1: gets to speak to me this way. Who are you? Like, you are I are the messiest you just, man alive.
0: Listen, and I know you just went to the hairdresser and got you a silver rinse for your gray beard and you think that you're cute. But I don't care, Peter. Watch nah. your tone.
1: Watch nah. your tone. Peter got a fat poom poom. He is messy <laughs> boots.
0: <laughs> Listen, I was like, I, asking, I asked Twitter if, if he was drunk and Fury said, no,
1: he was just Jamaican. <laughs> but I said, Listen. he was drunk and Jamaican.
0: He wasn't Ray, was Ray
1: and Nephew me
0: though. He was Ray Nephew drug when he walked off the stage <laughs> with that styrofoam <sour laughs> cup in his hand. I That's said, oh, this is him. <laughs> That's when it kicked in. And Cynthia was embarrassed. She, and she was. Looked, she looked like she was afraid. I kept saying, girl, blink twice if you want me to call <laughs> the cops. Because <laughs> she was sitting up there like, she was afraid, like all her body was tense, like she was bracing herself for Peter to just act do something crazy.
1: Peter got too much mouth to do anything. Any a nigga with that much mouth ain't really better like that.
0: Oh yes. You know, I, I that is one of life's greatest uh philosophies. It's usually <laughs> the people who are the loudest mm, and mm, lack hands. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? Cause it you know, it don't take a lot of talking to get to job Please say it again. But we- <laughs> We digress. Listen, yes. let's get on into the show. Yes. We have, we have done a whole lot of just jibba jabbing,
1: but we that's actually fine. have things of value.
0: Listen, thank y'all for listening. We out here on the other side of episode five. It's episode six. Episode And we are. <laughs> we excited. <laughs> and I hope you're excited too. Shout out to everyone. Listen, our our getting grown podcast Gmail is popping. What honey? That thing is like summer jam 1999
1: That thing is lit. Okay. That says the
0: summertime is coming. And you know, niggas come out in the summertime. Y'all are feeling it. And we we sure do appreciate it. Please know. Um, but we're gonna get right on into uh shout out to my sis. We got many, 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 many graduation announcements because Team Typing Fast is out here typing fast, all right? So, let's do it. My
1: sister's popping right now, like. All
0: right. Uh, our first graduation announcement comes from Christine. Christine says, Hi, ladies. I'd like you all to shout out my Spelman sis, Danielle Carter. She's amazing and wonderful and graduating from Spelman in Maine with a major in comparative women's, women's studies. She's a true advocate for women and girls. Also founded her own communications agency. Mm. Oh, Sorry. She's also founded her communications agency, a marketing, communication, and research firm. I'm very proud and happy for her. um, Thanks, Christine, for sending that. And congratulations, Danielle. We're super proud of you, not only for graduating, but for starting your own business. That's what's popping. Absolutely.
1: We're going to move right on to, to, uh, Anya. Hi, Jade and Kia. Love the podcast. Y'all are just what my Tuesdays needed. Thank you, girl. I would like to give two graduation shout outs. Mackenzie Bellow, my little sis, will be graduating from LaGrange High School and continuing her education at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Love her to pieces. Yes. Emerald Gidry, my cousin, will be graduating from University of Louisiana at Monroe and will be receiving her Master of Public Administration degree. Best Anya. Pronounced like, oh, I'm sorry. Anye, pronounced like Kanye without the K. So Anye, (laughs) right.
0: Thank you, Anye.
1: And thank Um, you for letting us know how to pronounce your name. Congratulations to Mackenzie and Emerald.
0: That's what's up. Proud of both of y'all, especially little Mackenzie. Come on, freshman year. I love Um,
1: it. Stay away from the fries. (laughs) Girl, hello. (laughs)
0: Um, The next um, uh, graduation announcement is from... Dion. Dion says, hey aunties. First, I love you guys. <laughs> I scream out during almost every moment of the show. Yes. All
1: right. Especially
0: all of Kia's little sayings and quips. I didn't even know I had quips. She's hilarious. Come on, She's quips.
1: hilarious. I better have
0: quips. Come she on. better
1: use her words.
0: Oh, Oh, and she gave examples. For examples, you are really irritating. That is, <laughs> first
1: consistent. of all, you you had to use the shadiest example, <laughs> and I didn't you? That's the one you went to go for because you know that was against me.
0: Yes, I'm watching you.
1: I'm watching you.
0: She says she's also adapted. I just sing my part to apply to all areas of my life in which I do my part. It's very important to just that, do your part and go that home. That is it. Uh, anyway. Um, she said, I ain't got nobody to shout me out, but it won't stop me from shouting out my damn <laughs> self because this degree was not easy. This may I will be graduating with my master's in speech language pathology from the University of Houston. Get hey, your life, come Dion. On, cougar. Come on, myself. Get your cougar. life, Dion. I finally
1: get to shout out one. Yes, cougar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm proud of you, sis, with this uh speech language pathology. You better get all of our stuttering brothers and sisters together. Come we on. speak your name, girl.
1: Sounds like we stuttering sometimes in this, but y'all know we're distant. <laughs> help,
0: help me out, Dion. Give me some tips.
1: We're gonna go into Brittany. My name is Brittany. <laughs> I did not just graduate, but I was just accepted into a graduate teaching residency program where I will earn my master's in education and a fully paid scholarship. Get money. My bachelor's in psychology. Congratulations, Brittany. You better yes, do that Brittany, fully paid. Won't he do it every what? time? Yes, he will.
0: Um, Our next graduation announcement comes from Danielle. Hi, my name is Danielle, and I'm a listener from Toronto, Canada. Come on, we international. Hey. I'm I'm not graduating this year, but I graduated in July with a bachelor's in education, my second bachelor's, and I'm starting a master's program in Aboriginal and world indigenous education. Beautiful. Um, This coming July at Queen's University, my goal is to get my PhD and become a professor at one of the teacher's colleges in Ontario and affect some change in the way teachers um, treat students of color. I love your podcast so far. I'll definitely continue listening. Thank you, Danielle. I'm proud of you, sis. Thank Keep you at so it. Much. Type, type fast, girl. It's going to be a lot more typing
1: until the PhD, but you can do it. You sure can. Moving on to Ivory. Hey, Jade and Kia. Just wanted to let you know how much I love the show. Just wanted to take a minute to send a shout out to my niece, Jasmine Taylor. She's the very first woman to earn a bachelor's degree on both sides of her family. She's graduating on April 30th with a degree in psychology and minor in business from University of Michigan, Flint. I'm so freaking proud of her. Love y'all, Ivory. Thank you, Ivory. And congratulations, Jasmine. And you are where our brother Dustin is from, actually. So congratulations. That's it
0: michigan stand up what um our next uh graduation <coughs> shout out comes from asia 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 sorry i hope i'm saying it right one way or the other i'm going to shout myself out hey sis i'm graduating on may 19th from villanova university with an MBA in church and Nonprofit management god's right. people perish from a lack of knowledge you better you better use it come on here she says Use yourself. <laughs> she says she's committed to teach us. She's committed committed to teaching us how to manage God's business. It's very important. Um, I'm so glad to hear my voice in the podcast medium, unfiltered, unadulterated, and real from the rooter to the tutor. Thank you both. We're so glad that you are enjoying the show, and we're Absolutely. very proud of you, Asia. Yes, Asia, Asia. Asia, Asia. Let us know what it Listen, is girl. Give us phonetic spellings <laughs> If possible please. Because as someone Who is very important For people to say My name right I like to pronounce You guys' name correctly So please If you can Help us out
1: And my name is One syllable So I don't <laughs> want to be Blamed for being elitist So please let me know If I'm saying something wrong Moving on to Leslie. Hey, y'all shouted me out this week on the podcast. I hung my graduation gown up the day I got it. Won't catch me walking with those checkerboard wrinkles. Get it, Leslie? Come on, Leslie. You better walk. Walk. That's it. That's a walk. That's a walk.
0: One thing they won't be able to say is that your robe is wrinkled. All right. Do it. Uh, Denisha uh, sent us a um, an email. Hi, Jade and Kia. Thank you so much for creating this podcast. It's everything. My favorite segment is Petty Peas because I'm as petty as they come. Well, welcome, mm-hmm. girl. Us, mm-hmm. too. I wanted to submit someone for the graduation. Shout out. My best friend, Deja Henderson, has a bachelor's degree in psychology from Southern University and will be getting her master's in juvenile forensic psychology from Prairie View A&M University yes. on May the 12th, 2017. So um, shout out to you and thank you for holding me down for the past 12 years. Oh, we're proud of you, Um, Deja, and thanks, Denisha, for writing in.
1: I love seeing all of these people writing in for their friends and their family. And then the last one is from Alexis. Hey, Jade and Kia. I love the podcast and you're both awesome. I want to shout out my friend Natasha Palmer, who's graduating this May from medical school. I'm super proud of her and she starts her residency this summer. Thank you for shouting out my sis, Alexis Carr. Thank you, Alexis, for writing in and congratulations, Natasha. You're going to kill it in medical school. I'm sorry, Dr. Natasha Palmer. Dr. Palmer. Okay, you're going to do great in your residency. So congratulations to you. Congratulations to all of our graduates, future graduates. Wait, 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 girl. What you talking about? Oh, wait, we we got another one. Oh, my bad. (laughs) I think we got more than just one more.
0: Oh, oh. (laughs) I'm reading Hey, cousins. I wanted to send a shout out to my sister friend, Dr. Tiffany Postel, and and to myself. Mm. We will be graduating from the Internal medicine, Medicine Residency at Danville Regional Medical Center in Danville, Virginia, in June, after residency, we will, be, we will be practicing hospitalists near our hometowns of Birmingham, Alabama, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, respectively. Thank you, ladies, for giving us some grown black women magic each week uh, with sisterly love. Doctor, is it Ron- Rainier? Rainier, Rainier? Ronier? Yeah, I think so. Sorry, girl. Yeah, Rainier, uh, Batiste. So very. Very proud of Dr. Batiste and Dr. Postel. Congratulations, ladies.
1: I love, I love the last name Batiste. I love it. Um, <laughs> so forget everything that I said because there's so many more. So Natalie, so many more. good morning. <laughs> my name is Natalie and I'm 25 years old. I'll be graduating next month with my Master of Public Health degree in Health Behavior and Health Promotion. I would also like to shout out two of my closest friends. My friend Jennifer is finishing up her third year in medical school. My other friend Althea, pronounced Althea, I have a, a aunt named Althea, will begin her medical school journey in the fall. I'm so proud of them. Congratulations to you, Natalie. Congratulations to your friends. You guys are beautiful. Your relationships are beautiful.
0: Yes, I live. Okay, the next one comes from Alexandria, um, Alex Fountain. She says, sisters, you guys really are my big sisters in my mind. Thank you so much Mm -hmm. for the podcast. I'll keep it short. I have two graduation shout outs. One for myself, Alexandria D. Fountain, a stay at home mom who made sure she stayed in school so her kids and family could have the best of the best. I will be Mm -hmm. graduating May 10th, 2017 from Kennesaw State University with my bachelor's in sociology, concentration in organizational and social change. Shout out to my husband, Alexander, for being there with me through this journey. My second shout-out is to my girlfriend and godmother, to my youngest child, uh, Rabia, Rabia um, Muhammad, who is graduating from oh, Florida. Oh, Rabia. Huh? Rabia. Oh, oh my bad. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rabia. You did put the phonetic uh, pronunciation in. I just roll right over it. Rabia. <laughs> sorry, girl. Rabia A. Muhammad, graduating from Florida A&M University. University School of Law with her Juris Doctorate on May 20th, 2017 Again, thank you, thank you ladies For the encouragement through the airwaves Thank you, Alex, much congratulations To you, so proud of you, stay at home mom Making yes. this happen And uh Robbie Muhammad for Earning that uh JD Welcome to
1: the Terminal Degree Club, sis Mm, Come on. And you have a special place in my heart being a mother who finished and also getting your degree in sociology because I went to school for sociology and human services. So So, uh. you definitely have a very special place in my heart. Congratulations to you. And big ups to your husband for being so supportive throughout the way. We're going to move on to Miranda. Peace, loves. I just want to say thank you for your transparency each week. Y'all are both popping. Jade, I feel you with your sound effects, girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Get your peace as you spread the word to us. I wanted to shout out my sis Kelly Beecher for graduating from the University of Maryland with the come B on, Tar City. Oh yeah, your people in communication this <laughs> May. She's such a light and I admire her strength to keep fighting every day. Blessings come through people and I thank God for her. Thank y'all. Come yes! I love yes. it. Me too. Yes. I thank God for my friends.
0: Hey, guys, this is from um, Robert. Hey, guys, I want to give a graduation shout out to my favorite cousin, Naya McRae. She's graduating in May with her law degree from Vanderbilt Law School. Hey, she already has a job lined up for her when she graduates. Congratulations, Naya.
1: Yes. Oh, and a job. And thanks
0: for writing, Robert. Yes, girl, gainful employment is what we really need in in this dancery.
1: And yeah, shout out to Robert for writing in, Robert. Robert. I see you listening, Robert. Yes, the boy Jaden Kia. First, I enjoy your podcast so much, and thanks for being Black Girl Magic. Thank you. Y'all are so inspiring and outspoken. We appreciate you. I'm only 21, so I've got a long way to go, but getting grown is definitely helping me on my journey. I'm sending pictures of my graduation invitation in hopes that you all announce on your next podcast. I'm graduating magna cum laude from Middle Tennessee State University with a BS in sociology. Go ahead, Jessica. And she did post the cutest pictures amazing My, she has on the cutest little dress and skirt like congratulations to you jessica you're adorable
0: that's what's up i had a cousin that went to mtsu so congrats Jess. proud of you sis. um the next email comes from stephanie herford let me just uh start by saying i love the podcast i love kicking with y'all anyway i just want to let you know that i will be graduating from the university of mississippi on may 13th with a ba in psychology not to humble brag, but I'm proud of myself for going back and completing my degree. I took a year off and it turned into a decade because life. Absolutely. That's yeah. real. But I'm so glad that I finally did it. And I'm so glad you did too, sis. I'm very proud, so of you, proud of Stephanie. you, Stephanie. Keep keep going, girl. You got I'm so proud of you for um sticking with it.
1: That decade doesn't mean nothing. Hey. Our next one's from Jakia Woods. Hello, ladies. I love the podcast so much. I'm so happy and proud to listen to two relatable women that represent everyday realness and black girl magic. I thank you both for making time in your busy schedules to give us, the listeners, what we need. Girl, we just talking. talking. <laughs> <laughs> I love the section where you highlight accomplishments of women. Right now, I know you're doing graduations, and I want to say congrats to all the graduates working hard and typing fast. Kia voice. I wanted to also highlight an accomplishment I've been working hard for. I had a goal to be a two-timed author by the age of 30, and I have achieved that. 19 days before my 30th birthday on 420 (laughs) of this year, I released my second book titled 1,000 Roads to Discovery. My first book was released in September of 2015. That one is titled Positive Reinforcement Daily Declarations. It may sound obnoxious to big myself up, but one of the topics in both books is self-love. Sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader, and I know you ladies of all people would understand. I'm humbled and honored to have achieved this goal. Both books are on Amazon and can be found on my website, too. I am KiaWoods.com. That's I A M K I A W O O D S.com. Read the reviews, description, and see a preview if you're interested. I can get you both a copy of each if you tell me where to send it. Thanks, beauties. Th- you know what? Congratulations to you, Jakia. Um, you, you graduated from author school, <laughs> I <laughs> you, you set a goal and you, and you, and you achieved that goal. And that in itself is a huge accomplishment because so many of us are procrastinators and, um, we struggle with, with reaching those goals. That is, that is something that's very common. So the fact that you were able to do that is, is huge. So congratulations to you. And for all of you all who are listening, please, uh, support, I am Keelwoods.com.
0: Yes. Nice work, sis. Very proud of you. That's a major accomplishment. Uh, the next letter comes from Diamond. Diamond says, hey, guys, love the podcast. Anyways, I'll be graduating this fall with two bachelor's degrees. Hey, sure hey, hey one hey. in biomedical engineering and other in mechanical engineering from mm. the University of Michigan. Thanks for the laughs. No, girl. Thank you. Thank
1: you. <laughs> thank Diamond. you. Make the okay. money. Don't let the money make you. That's it. I'm proud of you. You did that, like for you real. Sure did. For real. For real. <laughs> okay, so the next one's from Tavis Porter. Hey, Jaden, Kia. I'm Tavis. I'd like to thank you both for the podcast and mention that the direction you two are going with it is perfect and right on time. Thank you, babe. I'd like to give a shout out to my sister Tiffany Ware from St. Louis, Missouri, who will be walking the stage yet again on May 5th, 2017. Catch that again. Accepting her master's degree in human resource management from Lindenwood University prior to obtaining a Missouri bachelor's degree in business administration and management with a double minor in Spanish and accounting. Woohoo! I cannot emphasize how proud I am of her as a strong black queen knocking down barriers and getting grown out here. Thanks, ladies, much love. Tavis, thank you for writing in and congratulations to you, Tiffany, his sister. You you are doing it again. He highlighted mm. that. That's amazing, and you deserve it. And come on, double minor.
0: Listen, team double minor. I had a double minor. Of course I she did. I had a triple minor. Don't, let's shut up. <laughs> I felt judgment in that moment. So let's Nope, just, not let's at all. I had a eight forward. majors. <laughs> <laughs> let's just move forward. The next one is from Shanae. Shanae says, hey, Jade um, and Kia. My name is uh, Shanae Fields. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I'm excited to say that I'll be graduating from college, uh, from Cal State University, Hey, Cal State of Dominguez Hills on May 19th with a BA in English Education, I'm ready to become the best teacher that I know that I can be and educate the importance of reading and writing to my students. Most importantly, I would like to give a shout out to my boyfriend Deandre who will be graduating with me with his BA in Math Education. He has also been accepted to the to the Noise 2017 Summer Internship Program to do STEM research. I'm extremely proud of you. I love you and I can and continue to do to be great. And the intelligent black king that you are.
2: We Aww. went and
0: prevailed through college through this college journey together. I know you'll make a difference in your students' education. I'm your biggest fan. Thank you, Jade and Kia. Thank you, Shanae. Congratulations Aww. to um you and to your baby andre y'all are both mm-hmm. out here doing things um and as an educator i really appreciate your hard work and i encourage yeah. you to persevere and continue to do great things because listen baby we need you because betsy DeVos is out to ruin america thank you amen and i do amen. believe that that is all folks Woo! that I'm is god. actually all this time <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> We're not complaining because it's no. amazing that all of you are graduating and it's amazing that all of you are encouraging one another. I hope and I, I wanted to make sure that I share all the graduation announcements. People who are, you know, traditional college age students who came straight from high school, people yeah. who took breaks, people who, you know, went to school as adults, moms and all that. Because everybody is out here a part of Team Typing Fast and we are all doing major, major work. And I'm so, so proud of all of you. Absolutely. All right, so we can move on into the kitchen table talk.
1: So we talk, oh, wait, before we get into our kitchen table talk this week, follow up from last week. Did you see the profiles, the pictures of the um, executives on the board for Shea Moisture?
0: Shea Moisture is
1: canceled. The marketing director or whoever of creative for Nubian Heritage and Shea Moisture was a woman who looks like she makes the blandest chicken <laughs> this side <laughs> of the Mississippi.
0: Listen, her seasoning, her seasoning cabinet is bare lacking.
1: Which means like that three. she is
0: not qualified to be running mm-hmm. the marketing campaign for Shea Moisture. She got like
1: one can of Mrs. Dash. I can't. She's no, got a thing of a thing of free. salt. Thing well, of Mrs. Pepper. Dash don't
0: got no salt in you know but
1: Right. But she has one thing of salt. iodized, mm. And um, one thing of pepper. I don't know what the fourth thing is but I'm trying to give her something. No. I don't think so.
0: Shea Moisture is cancelled. Shea Moisture canceled. is always Cancelled. Canceled. thank you, Julian. <laughs> um, yes. So can we move on from those uh those OFAs? We should move yeah, we can. into <laughs> I'm so sick of them. I'm sick of I'm it. Those. Sick of it. Um in Kitchen Table Talk this week, we are going to, as we talked, as we stated last week, we're gonna talk about being hard on yourself. Um mm-hmm. because it's definitely a habit that I have picked... Well, I've kind of had it my whole life, but I feel like in this stage of um, getting grown or really kind of stepping into grownness, um, I really find that it's something that I'm struggling with because, you know, it attacks your confidence and um, it breaks your focus, and it's all in all a major distraction. And I have pulled my Twitter timeline... Um, and also, you know, ask you guys to send in emails of you know, talking about your experiences and the things that stress you out and the ways that you're really hard on yourself. And we've gotten lots and lots of responses. But before we get into those, sis, how do you, like, what, what are you, what are your thoughts? Are you hard on yourself and in what ways? And then I'll talk about mine.
1: Um, I have been hard on myself for a really long time because I have... I don't want to say made a series of mistakes, but I've just had a series of circumstances throughout time <laughs> that, uh, you know, that that have happened. And it's allowed me to not hit certain goals that I may have wanted or what have you. And then transitioning into motherhood, you know, there's a lot of things that you'd like to try to do differently. I um, One thing that I'll share is that I went back to work six weeks after my daughter was born and that was it was devastating it was so heartbreaking to leave a six-week-old to go and work um because you all got to continue to pay bills you know what i'm saying so having to do that you know had me reflecting on other decisions that i'd made previously in my life or other things that have happened and you know i've had a really hard time with with um forgiving myself for some of that i guess And it's allowed me to be really hard on myself. And I'm just now getting to a point where I'm able to say, okay, you know, things are going to happen, but I have to just continue to push through it. And that's what I need to do to meet my goal. You know what I'm saying? Like my goal right now being my business and I'm working on the website and, you know, there are things that I have planned. We're going to do some touring pop ups. And it's like even when you hit roadblocks, even in trying to accomplish a big goal like that. You can, you can really get down on yourself, but I just try to keep pushing through it because that's the only way that I'm going to end up meeting that goal. What about yeah. you?
0: I mean, it's just like, it's really tough because, you know, like we kind of like all our lives, we're socialized to these ideals, right? Mm-hmm. So like, and we're, we're kind of trained to kind of plan out our lives, even right. from like, Childhood. It's like you know when you're in elementary school, when you're in middle school. It's like, oh, what you're gonna do when you get to high school? You kind of see your life in this way, and then it's like, oh, what you're gonna do when you get to college, or what you're gonna do after you graduate? What you're gonna do when you get out your mama's house, and what you're gonna do, um, you know, when you got when you got your first real job where you're making real money, mm-hmm. and when you get married, you all kind of like plan out your life, like all like we just sit around with your friends and dream and talk about all the things that we want. And that's good, right? That's a good practice. Mm -hmm. But I think in that practice, it's easy to kind of fall into thinking like, oh, if I do everything that I'm supposed to do, then things are going to work out the way that I want them to work out. And that's just not life. And one of the things I'm struggling with right now in this stage of my life, you know, is I feel like, I'm a case study for terrible adulting because I often find myself comparing myself to my mom at when she was my age Mm -hmm. um, or thinking about what I thought my mom was when she Mm -hmm. was my age. And that may not be the case, but I just feel like may not have been the case. I should say like, it seemed like my mom was able to always have herself together physically, have her hair done, have her, Her, you know, her clothes clean Mm -hmm. and ironed and pressed and she was able to get to work on time and she got us to school on time and she made all her meetings and she cooked and she kept a a clean house. That Her linen closet was always amazing. It seemed like laundry was always getting done and she made every Mm -hmm. choir rehearsal and everything that she was supposed to do. She did it and it and it didn't look easy, but she made it look easy, if that makes sense. Right. And exactly. I, then I look at my little raggedy life and I see that, you know, you know, I'm working as hard as I've ever worked and work is amazing. But in learning how to be within that space, I often don't get home until uh, eight o'clock, seven, eight o'clock at night. And um I got other projects that I'm working on outside of my job and you know, I clean my house, you know, I don't have like a set schedule. Like I clean my bathroom every week, but sometimes it's Tuesday night at midnight. Other times it's Wednesday before I go to work and like, no, my laundry, you know, might get done, you know, every other week or every three weeks. It doesn't happen every week. So, and you know, I'm not all like, I get the choir rehearsal, but I may not be on time (laughs) or, or like, you know, so I feel like, I'm just not living up to this ideal or this standard of what I feel like adulting is. Mm-hmm. But and that's really hard for me to swallow. <laughs> and it's really no, hard because my life doesn't look like how I thought it would look at this age and while I'm super grateful to have ha- to have what I have and to to know what I know and to, you know, have had the experiences that I've had that brought me to this point, I still feel like I have a lot a long way to go and I don't really know how to go about uh, figuring that out. So I wanted to talk about that and some of the things that I've been trying to put into practice. Mm-hmm. Um, because we do have to, just like we have habits that, you know, we have that are not so good. It took us time to form those habits. We have to start practicing and making habits that will, you know, be better for us. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and improve and improve our lives, improve our perspectives, improve how we see ourselves and how we see our situation so that we can, you know, live better.
1: Absolutely. I um I had to you know going along with that same thought. One of the thing one of the habits that I am trying to actually currently break even and that I've worked on for some time is the habit of negativity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always necessarily have to be something that's tangible that you're doing wrong. Sometimes it's your attitude behind it. And you know, sometimes sometimes Stuff is just bullshit. Like sometimes, (laughs) sometimes shit is just whack and it's okay for you to say that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes things are not right in your life and you, you want to address that. You need to get that frustration out like that. That's healthy to get that frustration out. But when you dwell on it is when it becomes negative. When you dwell on it and you fester on it, that's when it becomes something that can harm you. And so, like, for instance, I'll give you all a specific. So how I've been really hard on myself, I used to work in music and I thought like if I love music. So working in music was a dream job for me. And the job that I ended up having, they were they were starting to do these major cuts. So I was able to get over into another department and stay within that same field. And I loved where I worked. And even though I didn't make the, the greatest money because the music industry is trash, um, I still was very happy getting up and going to work every day. And even though that's not what I wanted to do long, long term, because I've always wanted to run my own catering business, I still could have seen myself doing this for a long time and maybe even it turning into some sort of career and having a double career. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up getting laid off. Like I was able to dodge a series of layoffs that was happening with the company that I worked for, um, And I ended up getting laid off and I had the hardest time finding another position. Like I looked within the music industry and then when I realized, all right, I need to really broaden this because I'm being super narrow minded right now. I started looking for a bunch of other things and I could not find anything. And so I ended up doing some big catering gigs um, and traveling for a little bit. And when I came back, I'm like, shit, what am I going to do? So... I, I I found a job at a restaurant that said that they were hiring a shoe chef. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll go for that or whatever. Like, let me try to transition out of this corporate thing and start working towards what I really want to do. And maybe the first step is working within that field and then kind of turning, turning it towards, you know, towards my own thing. So I went for that job and the lady interviewed me and she was like, I really like your personality. I really like your look. I don't want to put you in the kitchen. I'm like... Uh, okay, well, you know, that doesn't really help me out very much. And so she's like, do you have any serving or bartending experience? And so I'm like, I will never serve again in my life. I did that in college as well as bartending. I was like, I, I did a, a lot of bartending, actually. I was like, I have more bartending experience than anything. She put me behind the bar. You know, I killed it. Behind the bar is where I met my husband. Now, I am not recommending that you shit where you eat. Um <laughs> oh Sierra has taught all of us that we really need to stop having sex with our coworkers. However, (laughs) (laughs) however, (laughs) shout out to XZ. But I say that to say, I am in a place now where even though I'm not exactly where I want to be, and I hate cliche saying, sometimes they are so right. Everything happens for a reason. If I would have lost my job and gone through all of that and then gotten back into something that I really didn't want to be doing as an adult, like, I felt like a loser for a second. If I'm going to keep it all the way funky, like, I felt like a loser. that The fact that, you know, I had to start bartending again. I'm like, I have to bartend? Like, I did this in college. Like, I'm coming out of a series of really great jobs from working in environmental engineering to working for the mayor to to working in the music industry and I got to go back to bartending. But that was a really negative mentality. First of all, I made more money bartending than I did in any of those jobs combined. <laughs> and then second of all, I, I'm, you know, I'm at the love of my life. No all. So, ah. you know, and I, and I, you know, I, I have my child now and I'm in a, in a, in a place where, and both of us met bartending and now he's a teacher and now I'm working towards really building my business up and, it's, it's great. You know what I'm saying? So even though everything happens for a reason is the most aggravating ass thing for somebody to say to you and you'd hate to hear it because I know I'm just like that. It's really very evident. And when you change your thought process to think about all of the blessings and the positive things that are happening in your life and that have happened in your life in the course of hardship, then you really start to get a, a, a changed view on things.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think that, uh, what you said uh, made me think of something that Fran says often. Um, shout out to Fran, we love you, sis. Hey, sis, love um, you. So, in like dealing with you know this these these plans that we have for ourselves and the ways that we see our lives, and then we get super disappointed when things don't work out just as we planned, and we're stuck with like, okay, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. It's really easy to feel. Um, anxiety about that and start to questioning yourself and, and doubting and becoming fearful and just being in like a anxiety and, and panic mode. But mm-hmm. one of the things that Fran often says is like, when we're stressed out is that if we take the time to really zoom out, like we're often focused on something that's super specific. But if we zoom out, we're able to kind of see the bigger picture and we're able to see the connections, um, and how like you said, to your point, the things that we are most afraid of and the things that we struggle with the most end up coming together and working together, um, you know, toward the larger purpose and the larger, our larger end goal. So oftentimes mm-hmm. I say, you know, God has a way of showing me that, you know, the way that I have things planned out, it's really just like peanuts compared to how he's got it all, you know, mapped out for me. And one right. like, you know, zooming out and, and taking the pressure off myself in that moment, it's like, all right. So it didn't work out like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, taking yourself off the hook. So there's often a lot of shame associated with like, dang, I thought it was going to be like this. And then you start to doubt and shame yourself. But it's like, there's no shame in that. And there's no right. shame in, in trying something and failing because that's how you learn. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, to like, like, like you said. And I think, I don't know if I told this story already, but um, when I was, um, so I have, um, I have a, I earned my doctorate in in, um, higher education before coming to Maryland. I was at Teachers College, Columbia University, and um, I I went to Teachers College in 2008 thinking I was going to get my doctorate there, Um, but you know. Mm About two and a half years into the program there, I was literally like just one course away or like my culminating paper away from earning uh, my second master's. And, you know, the track there was like, you know, you get the EDM on the way to the EDD. And I was like, mm. all right, bet it's almost, you know, doctoral doc, doctorate time. We getting ready to get this on and popping. Um, and I was informed by my advisor at the time that there was some shifts going on within that department and you know, they were no longer going to be able to keep me on. So I was dropped by my advisor Um, and who was very gracious, didn't tell me mm-hmm. that, you know, was because of any of my own shortcomings or limitations. It was just a matter of capacity and they didn't have the capacity mm-hmm. to like be my advisor, literally said word from word, if you stay here, it's going to take you really long to finish. And I think that you, you know, in respect to your goals, I think that you should look at other programs. And I was like devastated because here I was living my sex in the city life, had my little <laughs> apartment in Harlem and I worked, mm-hmm. you know, about, I worked about 20 blocks from where I lived and I was just two stops away on the train. I had my little, and my friends were all around me and I was mm-hmm. living the life that I thought I wanted to live in New York. I was getting my life. It was everything. And now I was like, all right, so I'm not going to get a doctorate. And everyone was saying, but you have to keep going. And I was just like, but you didn't hear her. She said that I can't keep going. And it was like, you have to apply and go other places. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. You know, who wants? I lived in New York. I'm from New York. I lived there my whole life. Like, I didn't want to move anywhere else. And I was really upset because it was just like, dang, you know, I wanted to get a doctorate. But, you know, I guess it's not going to happen for me. Maybe I wasn't supposed to apply. Maybe I'm just supposed to have this master's degree and just going about my life. But, you know, in the mm-hmm. process of navigating that, I was talking to people who were in the program, other students of color, and they were talking about the struggles that they were having. Um, and one of the, one of my colleagues was really like, just like, girl, you dodged a bullet. I think the Lord is giving you an out. You can literally get yourself together and go somewhere else and get what you need to get through. Um, long story short. I begrudgingly and very hesitantly decided to apply to other programs. And I didn't really want to leave New York and leave my apartment in my life. But I did. And it ended up really being the best move for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it was so scary, like having to leave my family, having to leave everything that I knew and not knowing anything and not knowing where I was going and getting things wrong, especially, you know, off the heels that I sold of the uh, heels of the story that I told last week failing my comps after year one it was like alright then so <laughs> so what am I really doing so I said all that to stay like Jay says, if you zoom out and look at the big picture now I can look reflect- mm-hmm. reflectively back and really see how my plan was to get a doctorate by the age 30 and have three degrees by the age 30 and I was like alright so that didn't happen and I was you know feeling sorry for myself but then, you know, here I am at 33 years old, finished with the program in Maryland, defended in Maryland, and was like, "All right, I wanted three degrees by 30, and God gave me four degrees by 33." Like, like but mm-hmm. you know what I'm right. it was Like perspective, it was perspective, and all of these things come with um, perspective. So now that I'm zooming out, I can recall the times when I thought I was going crazy and losing my mind before. And that helps me to know that even though, you know, I'm struggling through this this space of my life and navigating how to be an adult and keep my house clean and be places on time and, and you know, do my job amazingly well and manage my friendships and manage relationships. Now that I feel like I don't know what I'm doing in that life, in this area of my life, I can think back to when I didn't know what I was doing before and trust that somehow some way all of this is going to come
1: together. Yeah, all worked out. That's it.
0: <laughs> now, now it's ha- it's easy to say to you guys. It's not it's it's not as um easy to put into practice, but that's no, something that experience. you know what I'm saying? But you work on it day by day. So I'm telling you guys and I'm telling you sis so that when I start to feel discouraged, we can community and rally around each other and encourage Absolutely. and hold each other accountable because, you know, it's going to take work. It's like, yep. it's not going to come easy. It's going to take work for me to learn how to do this, but I have to believe that I can do it.
1: Furthermore, you know, you're going to have rough days. Like the experience going through it is not easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can come out right now. And I'm, I haven't even come out of anywhere. So let's be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't come out of anything, but I made it past those hardships. I made it past those difficulties in my life. Um, Kia made it past those difficulties within her education journey and in her life in general, you know, because she's dealt with with hardships that are not just education related. You know what I'm saying? And we're we're still able to now be where we are and say, okay, I made it through that. But there are days when you are on the floor bawling your eyes out because you've Mm -hmm. because it is it is hard. You know what I'm saying? There are days when you are going to cry. There are days you're gonna to have to find a closet or office to go in and just ball your eyes out. There are days when you're gonna be pissed off. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're gonna experience a series of emotions, but you can come out of it. And that's where that's where the bottom line is. Like it's not you're not gonna be there forever. Yeah. So keep that in mind that you're not gonna be there forever. And I wanna transition that into because part of getting grown, again, as we talk about holding ourselves accountable and you know, when we're too hard on ourselves, we want to address that and, you know, the things that we can do to take care of ourselves. But before before we get into that, part of getting grown is acknowledging when you are fucking up to.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: and there are some of you who are not or some of us. Yeah. Are, I'm just going to make it all inclusive. all inclusive, now, please, Because please. this is a balanced world and we are not perfect and we're not just sitting here beating ourselves up. There are areas in our life where we are not hard enough on ourselves. True. Um, I see that. You know, some some cases are way more evident than others, A.K.A. fathers and mothers who ain't taking care of their kids. That's a big misstep. <laughs> like right. that's a huge malfunction. But there are also areas where we need to make adjustment. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you need to look at yourself and say, okay, am I being too hard on myself in this? And that's where you really have to come down and and meditation comes into effect and you have to truly be honest with yourself and there will be so many instances probably more than the other where you are too hard on yourself but there are also times when we're not hard enough on ourselves right we you know we excuse ourselves entirely too much and that's right. part of why we go through what we go through some of the hardships because right. we're making too many excuses for what we're doing right so we want to try to find that balance between not being hard enough on yourself and where you can make adjustments and improvements in your life, but also where you might be beating yourself up because things are not going exactly the way that you, that you planned. Nothing's ever going to go the way that, ex- that you plan in your life. It never right. is.
0: Right. And a good gauge for that is, you know, being responsible and really like, mm-hmm. like he says this. you have to take account and it, and it comes into, we talk about it, you know, in previous weeks, plug out, um, you know, unplugging and, you know, getting rid of all the other, um, things that come to distract us, whether it be social media or trash television or all that stuff that kind of gets, takes us out of the space where we're focused on our goals and the lives that we want to live. Unplug it from all of that and really sitting down da- and sitting down and taking account of, am I being responsible for the things that I'm responsible for? Those things that I have no control right. over, I have no control of them. So I cannot, it's not fair to hold myself responsible too. But is there something that I am, I'm doing that mm-hmm. can change my situation? Is there something that I'm not doing that can change my situation for the better? Um, Can improve, you know, and push, p- improve my situation and improve my circumstances and push me closer toward the goals that I've set for myself. So mm-hmm. Jade is absolutely right. It's all about finding the balance, Finding the yeah. balance between being realistic and holding yourself accountable for um, the things you know, holding because it's going to take work. You know what I'm saying? The life yeah. that you want, the job that you want. So I tell, I was just telling Jay before we started recording. You know, I literally, literally got home from work at nine fifteen. I I took my clothes off and I sat here and ate a salad before Jade and I started recording at 930 and she was asking me how I was doing. And I was like, it's a long work day, but I can't complain because this is the job that I wanted. This is the work Mm -hmm. that I prayed to do when I was sitting up all night working on my dissertation, I was thinking about the kinds of work that I'm able to do right now. And yes, it's kicking my entire behind. And those of you who know me personally know that that is no small feat, but no. um <laughs> it, it, it is, it is the work that I want to do. And it's going to take work. It's going to take time. I'm going to be tired, I'm, but mm-hmm. it's so fulfilling because I know that I'm able to, um, you know, the, at this point, it matters. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, mm-hmm. it is bringing me closer toward the, my destiny. It's bringing me closer toward the plan that I believe that God had in mind when He made Kia. He was like, when I, when he made Kia back in 1982 <laughs> and put me together, I'm putting Kia together for this purpose. And I feel like what I'm doing now is pushing me closer and closer to that. So it's going to take work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not something that you're going to be able to sit back and cross your legs and do mm. while you get your toes painted. You're going to have to grind this thing out. But you have to find a balance on, like, you know, am I beating myself up about this? Am I yeah. Am I obsessing and agonizing over things that I don't have control over? Or... You know, is there are there things that I could be critical of in and of myself that, you know, if I change and do them, I can improve things and make myself better. So amen. it's really important um to find that balance. And what I'm finding as I'm learning through these lessons and, you know, being a terrible adult and stumbling through this thing, I'm really figuring out that that's really what it's all about.
1: Um, it's Find not going to balance be, and changing that perspective
0: exactly like it's not going to be easy and I, I'm sure my mom made it look easy but it wasn't easy for her either so right. you know take yourself you know it was unrealistic I'm sure if I asked her mom was it easy well you know didn't have no stress I'm sure she would punch me in my face like girl are you kidding me like <laughs> so uh, <laughs> are, you, are you kidding me you know all those times that you was in the bed asleep and I was up so like <laughs> I'm sure right. that if I ask those questions and I mean we look at we see the end result and we think it's easy and why don't we have it? Like you know what I'm saying, like we get on Instagram and we see the people running down the beach holding hands, but we don't know that, what they went through to get to that place. So, Mm-mm. and you know, you see somebody walking this walking the stage. You see me in my regalia, but you don't know that I literally didn't sleep for the month of April to, in 2016 <laughs> so that I can get that thing. And you didn't know that all my relationships fell apart, <laughs> and you didn't know that I that you know friends. Lifelong friends that I had, they fell out with me because I couldn't hang out no more. You don't you don't know all the stuff right. that you know that went into me getting to this point, but it's gonna take work. Um so don't believe the hype. Everything that people put on Instagram and social media and Facebook is ninety-eight percent hype. Don't believe the hype.
1: Um It's also and it's also people's personal experiences. Like like Kia said, like you don't know. When people, if you don't, you see, I may post a picture of my family. You don't know if I got in a fight with my husband that morning. <laughs> exactly. I may, po- you know what I'm saying? You you see somebody who posts a picture of their house that, that just got built. You don't know if they went through hell with permits and, and, and whatnot trying to get that done. Like, you don't know if they stayed up trying to save every little penny that they could and working and busting their ass to do so. So it is literally all about perspective. And when we stop minding other people's business Ooh. and mind our own.
0: That's a good way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when we mind our own business, and we truly mind our own business, meaning you are about your business and your like business you have being business. yourself. Yes, it's right. not that you just your like being yourself. Absolutely, <laughs> like the you business will, of you your be, life, the
0: business exactly matters of your life, literally not. Because I promise like, you,
1: meditation and between meditation work your side hustle, paying your bills and your social life and you sitting back and and trying to figure out, okay, am I having too much of a social life? Am I working too much? Is it okay if I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta because I've been doing this for the last eight hours? Like, when it comes to that, you will be entirely too busy to mind anybody else's.
0: That's it. And it's making (laughs) those decisions. Like, I know, I was just saying today when I was leaving work at eight o'clock, it was like, okay, how can I fix this? I think that I need to unwind. I need... A part of the thing that I'm going to try to do moving forward is I need to be more diligent about prepping for my week on Sundays. Right now, that I kind of just leisurely let Sunday... Like, I leisurely luxuriate throughout the end of my weekend and I, you know, lay around and haphazardly... Um, you know, unless I have a hard pressing deadline. Like, last... Like, Sunday night, literally, I watched uh, Phaedra lie through her teeth all over Bravo <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I watched the real housewives of Potomac. And then I got on FaceTime with Keisha and we were doing face masks and we were just catching up and having good mm-hmm. hahas and kikis. And I probably went to bed around 11 o'clock. Um, you know, close to 12. Um, but you know, I think if I would have been a bit more diligent and made my, and made my to-do list on Sunday night, I could have had more time on, I, I literally spent until 12 1 o'clock this morning just getting myself organized to do my work and I didn't start actually working until after lunch and if I had been a bit more diligent and made my to-do list and laid my clothes out and gotten myself mindfully prepared for the week then I might have been able to get home before eight o'clock tonight I mean nine o'clock tonight um right so that's something I need to check myself about you know like Girl, you got to get your rest. You got to turn the TV off sometimes. And it may not be every week, but I knew, I knew that this week was going to kick my butt just like last week did. So it may not be like this mm-hmm. every week, but I should have been more responsible. And it's not about, you know, I, I do feel like I needed the rest and I'm grateful that I had it, but it's just being more, it's working smarter so that I didn't have to, won't have to work as hard. So all of that, if you're being hard on yourself, stop it because your right. life is, yes. you know, exactly where it's supposed to be right now. You have to trust that yep. and you have to trust yourself um, and know that if you make a plan and are diligent to work out the steps of that plan, that you'll end up where you belong. And none of this time that you feel like is the struggle and challenge of your life is going to be wasted. Amen. You be saying amen at the end, like, <laughs> Girl. <laughs> girl what you talking about it's a word i just (laughs) rest rest yourself but yeah shout out to all you know the emails that we got this week i got an email from shaniqua who was talking about you know her um she didn't say whether or not it was okay to read her um her email on on the air but she talked a lot about being hard on herself because she didn't finish college on time and it's taking her longer than she anticipated. And also feeling like we as black women are expected to have it all together at a certain age. And if you aren't, then you're not worthy of certain things. And that's so real. And that's, you know, to the points that we were talking about. So shout out to you, sis. Um, I hope that you heard in, in Jade's, uh, comments and my comments that you're not in, by yourself in that. And we all are dealing with that in, um, some level. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody. There was a bunch of people that sent emails. Cairo, Um, uh, Karima sent me an um, email. Um, all the tweets that we got. I hope you guys, um, enjoy the conversation. Give us feedback, send us comments, send us tweets, respond to what we're saying. We really would like to have this, have, um, ongoing conversation about this because this is not something okay. that is going to go away or we can talk about one time and then we're going to be on the road to, you know, living fabulous. Absolutely organized and, and time managed lives Because listen It's already 1131 it's <laughs> And, and yes. I got to, And I have got And I'm not in the bed I'm not I'm not in the bed So I know At that all. tomorrow Will be a struggle as well But Tuesdays We gotta just
1: always do what we gotta do. We gotta do what, right. we gotta do we gotta do
0: what we gotta do We gotta, gotta do
1: what we gotta do We gonna be alright We are gonna be alright
0: Hey right, Kendrick right, <laughs> right
1: Right Right Oh I'm going to see him That's my black woman self care I'm going to see Kendrick Lamar <laughs> yeah. Uh, in July. Oh, come on. When yes. are you going to He's he's come, he, I was going to go see him in Philly, but it sold out. So we're going to go see him at the Barclays. So I am very excited about that. I'm a huge Kendrick fan. That's awesome. I also made myself some fried okra. That's my other oh, black one.
0: fried okra. You know, I like
1: mine just Since. to
0: be a little hard. Yes. Yes, you got the fried. I did heart. it, and
1: I did a I did a slight blend of flour and cornmeal. So oh, listen, it do like you have a deep. Or a skillet situation, skillet cast iron. Mm. Mm-hmm. I bet you that was yes. a delight. And I seasoned my flour, and I seasoned my egg wash. Oh, you wasn't and then playing I threw a little sprinkle, huh? You wasn't playing. I wasn't playing. I wanted some. I wanted some fried okra. <laughs> I
0: love fried okra. When I was in Nashville to visit my family the other week, we went to Cracker Barrel, and I had some fried okra. It was mm. amazing. I love fried okra. But yes, that's it so for much. Kitchen Table Talk. It's so awesome that we <laughs> in Kitchen Table Talk talking about fried okra.
1: Yes, have it's only animals.
0: appropriate. Only appropriate. Um, and we're going to move on to the honesty box because we got some letters. Honestly? Truly. It's time for the honesty box. Hey, it's time for the honesty box. Honesty box. box honesty. honesty box. Time for the honesty box. Mm. Box of honesty. Mm-hmm. Box
1: of honesty. Mm-hmm. Box of honesty. Mm-hmm. Box of honesty. oh yeah that was a nice remix (laughs) um all right then
0: we're gonna get right in we have a letter from a listener let's just say that her name is katrina she didn't give (laughs) me uh i didn't get clearance to uh you know she didn't say whether or not i could say her name so i'm just gonna make up a pseudonym just you know just to be just to be on the safe side so katrina says hi ladies A few months ago, my best friend and I planned a girl's trip to Costa Rica. It was supposed to be just my best friend and I, but then she told one of her good friends about it. Let's just call her Renee. And now she is coming too. Renee has a bad attitude and she and I (laughs) do not get along that well, but we tolerate each other and we are nice for the sake of our mutual friend. I was already irritated that what I thought was going to be a fun, <laughs> relaxing trip with my friend was being infiltrated <laughs> by... um <laughs> But then my best friend says that another one of her friends also invited herself. Mm. <laughs> what? what is this, love and hop? Like, what? <laughs> so now she is coming too. I have never met this girl in my life. I am very introverted <laughs> and do not like going on vacation with people that I do not know. I just don't see the point of spending $1,500 plus on a trip and it potentially being miserable. Should I tell my friend how I feel and pull out of the trip or should I just suck it up and hope for the best? She is, after all, my best friend and I have to be around her friends a lot in the future since she is getting married this year and we are all in the wedding. I don't want to mm-hmm. sing like a flake, but I also care about my own feelings and I don't want to put myself in that situation. What would you do? Hmm. Woo!
1: This is a lot. All right. Well, I don't want to invalidate your feelings. You're you, uh, you are very well within your right to feel the way that you feel. Absolutely. I personally believe that traveling is something that you do with a certain group of people. <laughs> it's a very select few, and it doesn't have to, like, it doesn't have to be all of your friends. You know what I'm not? I don't mean the people that you travel with, but I'm saying like you may not want to travel with all your friends. You know what I'm saying? Let alone strangers. So I totally understand going to another country. Um, especially with somebody that you don't know. However, you did mention that you're going to be in a wedding in the future, and this might be a nice icebreaker to whatever activities you guys are going to be doing. Furthermore, I need niggas to get into the practice of being able to separate while we are on vacation. It's okay to go do your own thing. You just take it, sis. Go ahead.
0: I was. This is just a prime, this is a wonderful (laughs) lesson. Speaking of perspective, this is a prime opportunity, Katrina. You have a (laughs) blessing here because you get to exercise your voice and you get to exercise (laughs) your adult rights to say, I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. I say Mm -hmm. you spend your money, you go on your vacation because this is the vacation that you wanted to go on. But you be very, very, you don't have to be nasty about it. You can be very direct. You can just say on these days at these times, I will be unavailable as I will be on vacation by myself, living my life, enjoying myself. I'll do what I want to do (laughs) at that time. And if we want to get up and get together for dinner or we want to get together and do this, we can have some activities, but we not finna be up one another's behinds. All up in Costa Rica that's right. because that's not what I came here to do. That's not a vacation for me. That's going to stress me out. Nope. As we were talking about in the beginning of the episode, we have somewhere along the way, and I am, I am guilty of this. We have somewhere along the way lost the capacity to use our words and speak up for what we want. Mm. You have to speak up for what you want. You want to go to Costa Rica. You want to do Costa Rica your way. You are the only person That can make that happen And anybody Who don't like it That's going to be Between them and God That's not your business That's it (laughs) Not your business That's it So I will go on this vacation And we can do Fun Bridal party outings We can have a day On the beach We can go to the spa We can go to the club We can do all those things But we are not going to be Up one another behind Is we can get to know One another But we don't have to You know Be you know We don't have to be Connected at the hips All of us No and I mean, and you may
1: find that you like y'all make click like nobody's exactly. sp- like a seatbelt. You know what and I'm and saying? If that be
0: the case. You're gonna have an amazing time, but I would not forego the opportunity, um, nah. fearing what may not happen. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And for, how do you know the person that, for all you know, the people that invited themselves, they could have their own plans, and you right. could, you know, or you, you know, or y'all can, like Jay said, get together and click like a seatbelt and live happily ever after, like. It. This is not something that you should be sitting up And worried about Like this is just mm-hmm. an opportunity for you to flex Your your grown woman rights Of doing That's whatever right. you want Like
1: you can literally live do whatever you want Absolutely Because I guarantee you're going to want to be in Costa Rica More than you're want. You going to want to be wherever you live in right now And you know Whatever you're doing
0: Exactly And you know when they get on Instagram And start posting them Costa Rica pictures of you at the house You're going to be in your
1: bag of feelings oh. Billings, Billings. okay like a lady you gonna hurt your back <laughs> Girl, you get passport, honey and get on to the Costa Rica get your life go go exercise your rights and exercise your legs walk away from them hoes if they getting on your nerves ain't that it like that's it <laughs> that's exercise it. your
0: rights and exercise your legs <laughs> listen exercise them <laughs> and exercise all the hinges on the doors that you can close and be by yourself damn if right.
1: you so choose damn Girl, right ain't nothing all like right, well, it. y'all be blessed. I got headphones and Wi Fi. <laughs>
0: like, all I need in this life of sin is Wi Fi. Right. <laughs> that's all I'm
1: going need. to listen to some Hiatus Coyote. Y'all are not about to mess up my <laughs> Costa Rican trip. Listen, okay? Just like, my moment
0: of paradise. Just like my email signature says, honey, y'all not going to worry me today. <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> my that's a proverb.
0: <laughs> y'all not going to worry me today, all right? Y'all not. <laughs> That's in the text.
1: Okay, so, that is a scripture. that. Go to Costa Rica and send us a picture when you get there, sis. Word. So we can be like salty that we're not there. Exactly. <laughs> so the next one, um, our next honesty box question, it says, Hi, Jade and Kia. I love the show and appreciate you both so much for sharing your journeys and insights with us listeners. Y'all are so relatable and hilarious. Now that I've fangirled for a bit, let's get into it. <laughs> Fangirl, girl, y'all are so funny. Recently <laughs> reconnected with a guy from college. Let's call him Ryan. Mm. 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 We, I want a uh, side uh, note, footnote. Uh, he did say that Ryan, Ryan is an Ofe. He is a pink toe. Should Thanks. I say this
0: now or wait till you finish the letter? Say it. I know all niggas named Ryan are trash. Every <laughs> nigga that I have ever encountered in my life named Ryan. Trash. Basura oh, no. hot garbage. <laughs> basura caliente. Okay. <laughs> and listen, if your name is Ryan and you are ready to prove me wrong, show yourself. I'm ready to be, I'm ready <laughs> for this. Show your face. Show your we face. See your face. I want to see your face. I'm just telling you, in my 34 years of life, I have never come across a man named Ryan,
1: never, whether never. fiction
0: or nonfiction. Even in the movies, mm-hmm. all Ryans are terrible. Don't Mm -hmm. name your child Ryan. And if your name is Ryan, male or female, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just telling you my life experience. Please continue. Samesies.
1: Woo, Jesus. The bin is on fire. That's because a nigga named Ryan's in it. like. Ryan. If y'all
0: really want to know why, I am just, I just loathe and despise all people named Ryan. Maybe I'll tell that story. Let me know. I don't know if you want to disclose why you don't like niggas named Ryan. Oh, I I didn't? Sure, why not? Listen, we can have that conversation a different day, but listen, please know.
1: Who am I protecting?
0: (laughs) Basura Caliente.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we did not mean to interrupt your email. (laughs)
0: Ryan. Ryan in this this email is is a white man, you
1: said. He's a pink tote. My so <laughs> we started talking about catching up and he even said the word date, which to my delight, I was up for because I was interested in him and appears to be a great guy. That he feels like the proclaims- first lie. That feels like the first right. lie right there. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm not going to interrupt you. Know. It. We're about to get into I'm it. Not I'm not interrupting about, you. Know, I'm sorry. I have a theory, but I'll get to it. He proudly proclaims himself to be a Christian, family oriented, having goals, being a gentleman and all that good stuff. And having known him a bit from college, he always seemed like a genuinely good person. Mm, Listen to this vernacular. However, he started to send some suggestive pictures and vague messages. Probably send pictures of his cock. Then he started hinting at me just coming to visit him at his new house, which I wasn't comfortable with because I knew how that might play out. The last straw for me was he kept nagging me and pushing me to come see him on a work night. I think it's nagging. Mm, Okay. I don't know, but she specifically said negging and put it in quotations. Maybe he said I it thought like maybe it. maybe it's like British slang, like how Drake introduced us to Blem. So oh anyway, my um <laughs> My big <laughs> My biggest issue with that is I work in Chicago, live in the suburbs, and I wake up at five AM to start my commute. He lives a smooth seventy five minutes away from me. Seventy five minutes. <laughs> And he invited you to his house. He definitely had an agenda. So not only does he want me to drive over two hours on a work night, but he's not even being considerate of my time. At that point, I'd had enough of it and just asked him point blank if he was interested in me or just interested in hooking up. Hooking up. I hate that term. I personally don't have anything against people that choose to have casual relationships. I personally just don't want one and rather be in a committed relationship. Over three days later... And he never answered my question, so I guess I got my answer. I'm just, a fresh, I'm just frustrated because I've worked too hard to get where I am in my life, and I'll be damned if I settle for some disrespectful and childish treatment from a so-called man of God, let alone any man that chooses to approach me in an inappropriate way. In the last several months alone, a handful of men have approached me in some wildly disrespectful ways, and I'm just fed up because niggas are trash. <laughs> I'm just tired and frustrated with the season of dating that I'm in right now. Sometimes I think this might be God's way of telling me not to focus on dating. Be more patient or just put more energy into other things like my career, more self-care and pursuing my master's. While I know I'm not the only woman who has ever dealt with fuckboys. (laughs) So here's my question. Was there a time in your lives when you just became so frustrated with dating due to fuckboys or whatever other reasons? Do you think dating gets easier as we get more grown? Thanks for taking Ah! the time. (laughs) Taking the time. (laughs) <laughs> to read my letter, I'd really appreciate Woo! your advice. Thanks. Wait. So, uh, hey, girl. Hey, I'm not gonna say your name because I don't know if you want me to put it out there. Uh, let me tell you something. Fuck boys. Come in all shapes, sizes, and age groups. They have gray hair on their balls, just like everybody else. <laughs> there <laughs> are trash niggas in every age group out there. Every demographic. Let's be clear.
0: Every demographic. Every race, creed,
1: and color. Be clear. So I'm I'm gonna let my sis go first.
0: There's so was many there a things. time
1: in your lives when you became so frustrated <laughs> due to the fuck boys? And do you think dating gets easier as you get more grown? I don't think. Okay.
0: Woo! I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> um. I think that. Well, to your question. I think that dating is frustrating for most people. Um mm-hmm. because it's a process of trial and error and you know, the whole purpose of dating is trying and getting to know someone and um I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like some people are are the I mean, I guess I should say this. In my mind and where I am right now, I am well past the stage of dating for the purposes of just social engagement and having places to go and things to so, do because I can do that all by myself. So, that's right. I am I I conceptualize <laughs> dating right now as, you know, a period where I am getting to know myself and getting to know uh learning my, about myself in relationship um, mm-hmm. to prepare for, you know, marriage and later phases of life, which sounds to me like, uh, you know, a place where, um, this person might be in, you know, based on what she was saying in terms of, um, you know, not settling and, you know, for disrespectful treatment, you know, all of those right. kinds of things. Cause you get to a certain point where it's just like your time has become so precious, where it's like, <laughs> we don't like, I, I don't have the time. Like, <laughs> I, could I be, just, I could be meal prepping. I could be doing so many other things. Um, and you know, my life is just so crazy right now. Like, and I'm, I'm old. So, you know, people ask me to go out on, on, you know, for happy hour. And I'm like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> It's the middle of the week. What are you talking about? Like, uh, when I was 23, it was like, oh, yes, girl, turn up. But now I'd be like, girl, I've got things to do. You know, Tuesdays is what I do. This and I've got this. So I digress. But um, (laughs) the frustrations of dating come for me because it's like you keep trying and and Because my time is... I'm fumbling right now because I don't even really know how to answer this question. But like, I get to the point now where it's just like, I don't put all my eggs in one basket, but it's like, I don't really like a lot of people. So if I like somebody to the extent that I am willing and and able to... (laughs) I'm willing to carve time out of my schedule to go places with you and hang out with you and speak to you. Um, I've made that investment. And if I don't get a return on that investment, I'm frustrated. So Mm. that's where my frustration comes in. Um, So uh, does that answer your question? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, you know, what did she ask? Uh, what, was there a was time it? in your life Where you became frustrated? Yes girl Because right now Time is of the essence And mm. I just don't have time For the niggas Who are choosing To play in my face Like are you Do, do, do you have a reason Like Like <laughs> what's like there, t- Listen I've got things We've got things Like do you Let me just show you My mm-hmm. eye calendar Look at all of these things My drawers are dwindling Please I no. need
1: to wash I'm the dirty like, I've
0: got things So yes I'm at that place Um mm-hmm of frustration just because of the way that my life is set up right now. And because, you know, you work yourself, you know, you make an investment and you don't feel like you're getting a return. So absolutely. Um, absolutely. And to your point, do you think dating gets easier as you get grown? Easier in the sense that you have a better sense of what it is that you want and what you don't want, what it is that you will tolerate and what you won't. And that kind of clarity does make things, I want not say easier, but e- I mean, easier in the sense of like, you know, I know what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. And I know what I have time for and what I don't have time for. So, easier in that sense. But not easier in the sense that you can, you know, find... Like, I don't feel like I can go out. I'm equipped to find the ideal person. (laughs) Or, like, me in relationship is just a flaw-free kid. Like, I don't feel like, you know, I have arrived in that sense. I know that I have a lot more learning and growing to do. But, Mm -hmm. yes, I did a lot of talking. So, sis, um, prior to... You know, prior to you meeting your nigga, please, please tell the people, were you ever frustrated with dating? Hell <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Do
0: you think that dating gets gets easier as you get more grown?
1: Hell no. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in a long term relationship. I was engaged. Um, and then I did date a series of people afterwards. A few people I dated one dude uh, for about a year. And he uh, he he exhibited premium fuckboy behavior. Um, I will get into those stories on another episode where I'm sure they will be applicable, but applicable, however you want to say the word. But um, (laughs) I did get to a point where after my engagement was was broken off and I was pretty much tired of him. I was like, you know what? I think I'm good if I don't ever get married again. Like it's. Probably fine with me. Like, I'm totally cool if I don't ever get engaged and married, ever. And lo and behold, when I stop focusing on niggas, this one pops up.
0: That's the truth, and, though. That'll you know,
1: do it. The, that is always how it happens. So just don't focus on it. I think, um, to Kia's point, as you, Takia, Kia, to Kia's point, <laughs> um, that was really cheesy. Uh, it does get more easier in the sense where it does get more easier. What the hell is wrong with me? It's 11.52. That's what's wrong. That's it gets it. easier in the sense where you you do know where you want, like just, just like my sis said, but also what you're not going to tolerate. And you also will see signs quicker. So as you deal with more raggedy ass, ashy niggas who are out there- mm-hmm you will start to see the signs. And then even like, when you come across some of the truly deceptive ones <laughs> who seem to be so decent, like this like this individual in this story that you told us, um, they will start to show you who they are eventually. And you will start to see those things quicker so you can start to waste your time less. Listen, and you're going
0: to be grateful for those things. Like those, your capacity to sniff out, you know, uh, you could sniff out a fuck boy at like a tuna sandwich <laughs> in the trunk of a car um, <laughs> on August fifteenth. You can sniff. You will be grateful like a boiled egg in an office. <laughs> you can listen like somebody that warmed up some catfish in the microwave. You can sniff him out, and you you will be grateful. Like thank God because your time has become so precious and just like jay said you you those <laughs> lessons the hard lessons that you had to learn in dealing with previous niggas will help you as you um you know on your quest your capacity to see the signs everywhere like elmo and chris brown so you so <laughs> um so listen listen girl you just have to be diligent and That's it. like you said in your in your email Worry about yourself. That's where I'm at in life. I am committed to just being flaw-free in every respect. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Like, you know, I just right. feel like I have to manage. I learn, if I learn how to focus on managing every aspect of my life, as it is right now, then when I have the capacity um, and space in my heart, and my mind, for whoever it is that God has for me, he'll show up. He'll show up And the rest of these niggas Can stop playing in my face
1: (laughs) (laughs) And in my phone
0: And in my phone And listen And that's just the bottom line And I'm okay You know what I'm saying Like Used to be a time Where it was all like Sad and downtrodden And black Child Listen There are days Where I am so grateful That I don't have to deal With the vicissitudes Of niggas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Woo, honey! I'm so grateful yes. because niggas will wear you, and I've been there. I, as I,
1: <laughs> I, as I watch, like I don't even want to. I don't even want to be like be bragging all over. But as I watch my friends, and let me tell you something: marriage is a whole different ball game of difficulty. Listen. So it is not peaches and iced tea um, all the time. It can be, but it's not all the time. So it would be very, you know, that that's a lie if somebody tells you that it is because you definitely go through it. You're dealing with the same person for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Every day, day in and day out, y'all are going to get on each other's nerves. But when I see some of what my friends are dealing with and I re- recall my own experiences when I was out here too, I'm, I, I'm not envious. Not envious. Niggas are ashy forever listen and you i mean there are
0: times you know what i'm saying there are times when you of course want some companionship and that's fair um and i've learned but i've learned i have had lots of great friends married and single that have given me great perspective um and i'm just coming to a place where i'm trying to learn to appreciate the dating phase of my life that i'm in like you know life is not completely dry and arid But, you know, I feel like God (laughs) is giving me, God is giving me space to figure out all the things that are going on in my life right now before complicating that by, you know, connecting me to another person. And I have, I asked God to give me perspective to understand that. And I believe that he's doing it. So girl, every part of your life as you get older is going to be frustrated in some frustrating at some point. And I don't think anything, anything gets easier. Um, with getting grown, other than your capacity to say, <laughs> to speak your mind. I think that gets absolutely easier. like I, I am absolutely. much more comfortable telling you how I feel <laughs> than I was when I right. was 24. But, um, yeah, girl, mm, and get this nigga, get Ryan, get as far away from Ryan as you possibly can. I mean, 75
1: can. minutes is a pretty good distance. <clears throat> I would just, you know, stay there. <laughs>
0: he didn't call Don't. you back listen he didn't call you back he didn't answer your text message what i want you to do right now is just lift your dirty hands and tell god thank you <laughs> yeah because you listen nobody has time for him or his uh or his uh dick pics okay just get nope. him out of here he's got to nope. go
1: no we're not here for his peach no member
0: oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, and listen. No, I'm not even gonna tell you that. No, there are you. ways to find companionship. Ooh. There are ways. <laughs> what? We getting grown, ain't we? <laughs> listen, we're I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. I did not say we're a getting
0: word. Getting grown.
1: So there are ways to find companionship. Take that, however you may. Sometimes it's just business. It there. That's <laughs> <But> right. right. <laughs>
0: I didn't. That's not my portion. That's not my plight. I'm just saying. I I know that you know. For some people, that it just boils right. down to that sometimes. But right. Sound effects. Sound I'm, effects. I'm tired. I just I just in all of my time. Every every moment, not that, me. I can, every not moment me, that I Every moment that me. can spare, you know,
1: other niggas that I know. <laughs> every every moment that I can spare, I try to get my rest. Because, listen, sometimes you just got to give a nigga a washcloth and tell him to be on his way. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along.
0: <laughs> I think it's time for
1: Petty Peeves. <laughs> we are rapping. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Pass the peeves like we used to do. Hey, I said, pass, the like to do. Okay. Okay. pass the peeves like we used to do. Pass the peeves like we used to do. Thank you to the listener who, who uh, put that out there. So we went ahead and did that for you. All right, our first pretty peeve. I am. It's actually we're, we we this seems to be a trend. We're getting into these emails. I don't I have so many, but I don't even have to say them. Praise <laughs> the Lord, niggas.
2: Praise Him. Praise, Praise Him. Lord.
1: Your show is great, and I find myself looking forward to Tuesdays because of you guys, Kia. Mm. I went to UMD too. How long at City? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> she said holla at I love it. Yes. But anyway, without further ado, my pettiest of peeves. Number one. I do not like when people comment on the food I have in front of me, especially if it's mm. a negative comment. Bitch, I know it wasn't any of your concern what I've chosen to eat today. And if you think it looks disgusting or smells weird, um, the shit is on my plate. How dare you disrespect it? Now I'm sitting here second guessing my life choices. No need to second guess your life choices. Sis. They need to get they need to get their get it together you don't go offering your opinion to people nobody cares what you think about my food go eat That's what rude. you eat nobody says nothing so about rude. the trees on your plate That's so number rude. two oh this resonated with me this one here i am an accountant in a law office already god bless you <laughs> i have a huge desk which wraps around similar to the desks all the secretaries have in your high school's main office Anyway, I understand the centrality of my desk may Mm -hmm. lead one to believe that anything on it is up for grabs. Oh, but that bitch would be wrong. One lawyer in particular is always reaching over me or behind me to use my stapler or to find paper clips. He has the nerve to open my drawers looking around for things. I've even gone the passive-aggressive route and found a stapler to put in his office. It has disappeared and he's back reaching over me again. Probably reading this very message I write to you. Sigh. Mm. I hate that. I had to tell this boy in my office to stop taking Advil from my desk. Stop coming over here and volunteering yourself to my stuff. Stop coming in my personal space. That is so intrusive. Y'all got to learn about bubbles. Number three. (laughs) Finally, a PSA to all beauty service workers. You do not. You do not have the permission to comment on the state of my insert focus of treatment you are working with. (laughs) I'm not talking about a hairdresser reporting heat damage to you. No, I mean the lady doing your brow wax asking you, it has been a long time since you did these. (laughs) All the while you're thinking, actually, ho, it's been about three weeks. If I'm entering your shop, it means I trust you enough to help me look sickening. I shouldn't have to field your questions, feel self-conscious, and pay you. Thanks, ladies. Lisa and Philly. (laughs) Stop asking me if I want to get a lip wax when I go to get my (laughs) eyebrows threaded. I don't want my lip threaded. It's that's offensive. I don't even have a hairy lip. I'm just very light skinned. <laughs> Leave me alone. I didn't. If I asked, I did I come in and say uh, eyebrows and lip thread? No, I came in here and said eyebrows. Stop volunteering your services on me, lady.
0: I know how to ask for what I want. So that is annoying. Um, and it. the petty peeve about reading. I had a supervisor who used to stand behind me and read my computer screen. And I fixed her. I fixed her because she came behind me one day and um, she was like talking to me, but she was standing behind me and she would ask me a question and I wouldn't respond verbally. I would type the response on the screen. (laughs) And she was like, why are you not answering me? I'm like, I am. Can't you see it? I know you can see it because you're looking at my screen. She was like, oh. I said I mean you come in here every day you just look at my screen. You don't even look at my face when you talking to me. So I'm just trying. I just thought that we would kill two birds with one stone. You see what I'm saying? And she just never ever did it again. So I don't know. I'm offering that to you Lisa. I don't know if that will help you. But you got to call these people out. Like I had I, I had a coworker who used to take my paper clips and I w- would just call him right out. You just love to come over here and get my things. Like you got to and and most of the time when the you call time. people out they will either they will either say why they do it and give you the opportunity to say that you don't like it, or they'll just stop altogether. So listen, use your words. Use your, that might be the title of this episode. You, use, use your, your words. words. It's very important. Use your
1: words. It's very uh, important. You done say? I'm I'm done. What's your petty pee? <laughs> I'm gonna read a petty peeve from
0: Danny. Danny says, Hi Jade and Kia, I love the podcast, and Petty Peeve is right up my alley. I'm Danny, and as you can see. Oh, she was like, "I'm an RN from, um, I'm an I'm a registered nurse who does telephonic triage as a second job. My petty peeve is when people call us for health advice, yet talk to everyone else in the background. <laughs> they <laughs> they call, yet they are yelling at the kids, talking about the club with their friends, talking to their mama, and not listening to a damn thing that I have to say. I want to say, well, damn, excuse me for wanting to hold a conversation to answer the question that you call me to about." So, sorry that I'm um, so rude as to interrupt your conversation with people in the background, even though you called me, you ignorant <laughs> slurb. <laughs> what is a slurb? I don't know, but I like I it. I like it too. Ladies, keep up the great work. Love the podcast. You two are a breath of fresh air. Thanks, Danny. Thanks for giving us a new word. To, yes, slurb. slurb. To Danny's slurb. point, I would like to add on. Don't call my phone and have a conversation with somebody else. In the background. Yeah. Don't call my phone and say, hey, sis, hold on right quick. And then (laughs) that gets on my nerves. Or don't say, hey, sis, let me call you right back. (laughs) That that thing blows me every single time. Now, I know that it happens. I know that it happens sometimes. But there are certain people who keep doing it it (laughs) over and over and over again. I'm just like, sis, why is it that every time you got to call me, something else comes up?
1: Or, like, my mom who'll be rushing me off the phone when she calls me. Like, you called me, and now you acting like I'm getting on your nerves. Or, like, my
0: mom, who has taken to the habit of... I don't know if she's distracted by, like, watching the television or she's falling asleep or something, but she'll call my phone, (laughs) ask me a question, and fall asleep during my response. (laughs) And I'm like, sis! Girl, you called me, girl. What are you doing? Like, I just... (laughs) (laughs) Just stop playing in my face. I got... Shout out to my friend James. James, I love you. <laughs> James says, "Stop playing in my face." So I've adopted that into my own lexicon. So stop playing in my face with this falling Listen. asleep after you don't ask me a
1: question. Well, but to the point: for the people who have kids, like I have a three and a half year old. She's going to interrupt me at least eight times during this conversation. <laughs> just know it. She's just going to come and she- mommy. She has no <laughs> regard whatsoever. We have gone over, excuse me, 32 times today. And yet and still she's going to mommy. <laughs> what are you who is that? Are yes. you recording? Yes. What are you yes. doing? Kia? Yeah. What are you doing, Kia?
0: This is all true. <laughs> this is all factual. Are you coming to my house? You should come <laughs> to my
1: house tonight. Right now. <laughs> like, okay. okay, you'll be here in one hour. Okay, just play for me with me for one hour. <laughs> That's what she says. Everything is one hour. <laughs> we love you, Noah. We love you, babe. But um, thank you, thank you. What in the hell is going on outside? Are they shooting? This is. That like I have. This is the shot? second shot that. I, no, this is the second shot that I've heard since we've been recording. Oh, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're truly shooting outside of my house. Listen, we're going to wrap this up.
0: (laughs) I just want Jade to be safe and to get away from this window. Um, So that's going to bring episode six to a close. It's a little lengthy this week. Uh, Hopefully that you guys, hopefully you guys like it. And
1: um, thank you guys so much for listening. Always make sure you continue to listen. um, Tell your friends what you are continuing to do. Like, rate five stars and subscribe. Um, and
0: comment, feel free to comment. The SoundCloud comments be popping. Uh, keep tweeting us at Getting Grown Pie on Twitter. Um, I'm going to actually try to, I have a crazy work week, but we're going to try to, we were posting on Instagram. I'm going to try to get that happening again this week as well. But yes. Um, yes, guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. And as always, it was awesome to talk to you guys this week. Absolutely. So make sure you continue to drink your water and stay moisturized because your black will absolutely crack if it's dry or even Fad- <laughs> <Phadra>. Bye. Bye. <laughs> have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers?